Ryan Knight. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I am good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I uh, drinking some Miss Brown Eyes coffee here. So cheers. Same. Yes, cheers. There you go. What kind of coffee? Uh, it's Dunkin' Donuts regular. Oh, there you go. Black. Nice. Yeah, yeah I love it. It's it's. Oh, I don't love it, but it's really good. And I don't like all that stuff in my coffee. I don't even like creamer in my coffee. I don't like sugar in my coffee. I like just straight up black coffee. Yeah, I do the same, just black. Yeah, I don't, I've never put anything in the coffee. Yeah. So, all right, chapter 18. Let me pull yeah. it up here. Um, thank you for joining us this morning. Or if you're listening so, to recorded version. So yesterday we read, Abraham was circumcised him and his family and his servants. And now he's part of the covenant of God. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's a, big, that's a big moment in history. Yeah. Yeah, if you missed uh, yesterday morning's show, go back and listen and get caught up. If you're just tuning in now, go all the way back and get caught up. That's right. And we're doing uh, two to three chapters a morning. And uh, we're going through. Join, grab your walking stick and let's continue. That's right. We're about to start. So get your Bible out. Yes. And turn to Genesis 18. Uh, oh, wow. Do you want me to do the first one here and then you could do the second? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's, All right, let's, let's, let's open with prayer. Father, we just come to you and thank you for uh, opening our eyes, well, giving us a new, a, another day. Thank you for, for the hope, the joy that you've given us in Jesus and in the Word. And you've given us the Holy Spirit. You'll never leave us. You'll never forsake us. And we thank you for that. And thank you that you're always um, giving us revelation as we just, you know, walk down and and your word and listen and hear and whatever you need to tell us. And who's ever listening, just what what, what you need to tell them today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Okay, 18, a son is promised to Sarah. No longer Sarai, Sarah. Sarah. I love that. Okay, the Lord appeared again to Abraham near the oak grove belonging to Mamre. One day, Abraham was sitting at the entrance to his tent during the hottest part of the day. He looked up and noticed three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcomed them, bowing low to the ground. My Lord, he said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. Rest in the shade of this tree while water is brought to you, uh, is brought to wash your feet. And since you've honored your servant with this visit, let me prepare some food to refresh you before you continue on your journey. All right, they said. Do as you have said. So Abraham ran back to the tent and said to Sarah, Hurry, get three large measures of your best flour, knead it, uh, knead it to dough, and bake some bread. Then Abraham ran out uh, to the herd 
and chose a tender calf and gave it to his servant, who quickly prepared it. When the food was ready, Abraham took some yogurt and milk and then roasted meat, and he served it to the men. As they ate, Abraham waited in on them in the shade of the trees. Where is Sarah, your wife? the visitors asked. She's inside the tent, Abram replied. Then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife Sarah will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old at this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, How could a woman... Uh, I'm sorry, how could a worn-out woman like me enjoy pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? (laughs) Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Brian, is anything too hard for the Lord? Absolutely not. I will return about this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. But the Lord said, no, (laughs) no, you did laugh. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Oops. She got caught. Yeah. Then the men got up from the, their meal and looked at the out to um, out toward Sodom, and they left. And Abraham went to them to send them on their way. Should I hide my plan from Abraham? The Lord asked. I'm sorry. Let me do that again. Should I hide my plan from Abraham? The Lord asked. For Abraham will certainly become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth will be blessed through him. I have singled him out so that he will direct his sons and their families to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. That I will do for Abraham all that I have promised. So the Lord Abraham, so, so the Lord told Abraham, I have heard a great outcry from Sodom and Gomorrah because there is sin because their sin is so flagrant, flagrant, I'm going down to see if their actions are as wicked as I have heard. If not, I want to know. The other men turned and headed towards Sodom, but the Lord remained with Abram. Abram approached him and said, Will you sweep away both the righteous and the wicked? Suppose you find 50 righteous people living there in the city, Will you still sweep it away and not spare it for their sakes? Surely you won't. Surely you don't do such a thing, destroying the righteous along with the wicked. Why? You would be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the same. Surely you won't do that. Should not the not the judge of all the earth? Do what is right? And the Lord replied, If I find 50 righteous people in Sodom, I will spare the entire city for their sake. Then Abraham spoke again, Since I have begun, let me speak further, my Lord. Even though I am but dust and ashes, 
Suppose there are only 45 righteous people rather than 50. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? The Lord said, I will destroy it. I will not destroy it if I find 45 righteous people there. Then Abraham passed his request, uh, passed his request further. Suppose there are only 40. And the Lord replied, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 40. Please don't be angry with me, Lord, Abraham uh, pleaded. Let me speak. Suppose only 30 righteous people are found. And the Lord replied, I will not destroy if I find 30. Then Abraham, Abraham, uh, Abraham said, since I have dared to speak to the Lord, let me continue. Suppose there are only 20. And the Lord replied, then I will not destroy it for the sake of 20. Finally, Abraham said, Lord, please don't uh, get angry with me if I speak one more time. Suppose only 10 are found there. And the Lord replied, then I will not destroy it for the sake of the 10. When the Lord had finished his conversation with Abraham, he went on his way and Abraham returned to his tent. <laughs> Wow, what a conversation! Well, he was pretty—he was pretty bold, pretty frank. Yeah, this is with the, the God of the the universe here. He said, "Don't be mad at me," since I've already been talking. So, what do you think is going on, John? Here, what do you think is happening? Like, you know, this Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham, you know, these these three people. Which, by the way, it's it's two angels and it's Jesus. Right, of course we don't say it doesn't say you know, Jesus Christ because you know he wasn't. Um, it's a little bit different, but mm -hmm. you know this is a um, this is a this is a big moment. You know, th three three people of, of God come down and talk to Abraham. He clearly knows who they are. He respects and honors them, and he calls him the Lord. Yeah. God of, you know, what did he say? He, has, uh, he called it, you know, the judge of the universe. Or, you know, is that what he said? Judge of all the earth. So he knows who this is. Mm -hmm. Should not the judge of all the earth do what is right? Who's the judge of all the earth? God. Yeah. And so these are some hefty characters here. How, and, and how, did, how did Abraham know? Because it says, you know, uh, here in the first paragraph, uh, verse 2. He looked up and noticed three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he ran to meet them and welcomed them, bowing low to the ground. My Lord, he said, if it pleases you, stop here for a while. <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, he's had interactions with God, yeah. you know, several times. You know, he, he cut a covenant. He, he took him outside, all kinds of things. So... I think he recognized, if anything, the presence of God. He recognized this, this, the you know. He he recognized who they were. He you know, they called. I I, I don't remember the name of it right now. There's a f word, but where they call where where uh, scholars say um, when Jesus appears in form of man before he is on the earth, you know, in the New Testament, and. Um, you know, I, I like I said. I think he, rec he clearly he recognizes me. Runs out there. I ran. I saw you ready to meet you, and mm -hmm. bows low, my lord. He said. He so, just knows. 
He knows. It's kind of like, you know, when when we when I showed up at the airport and we we were looking for each other the other day. You saw me. I saw you. We knew who, who we were. Mm-hmm. The same thing, you know. And what a blessing that uh, Sarah's going to have a, a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham and Sarah are going to have a son. And even though they're very old and it's not quote unquote possible in their, in their minds, the Lord is saying you will have a son. And, and I love the fact that, you know, the Lord doesn't go into details. It's just next year you're going to have a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mm-hmm. explaining himself or defending you know, or, or going back and forth with Sarah when she doubts and laughs. It's just, no, you will have a son. It's, it's, it's that simple. It's that direct. God can do all God is in charge. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's just the human flesh that does doubts and we yeah. try to want to figure things out. And, you know, I love here too, in this chapter, Brian, it says, Abraham said, Lord, I know that I am only of dust and ash. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's later on when he's, talking about you know Sodom Sodom sparing Sodom but uh, you know that's a that's a good point that he makes on that yeah it is it's uh, (laughs) it's interesting like you know that this whole this whole scenario it's it's just amazing to me first God says should I not tell my plans to Abraham you know and that he still he thinks of us he wants to be part of our lives you know he wants to be there, and and mm-hmm. and he wants to, you know. Should I not should I hide my plans from Abram? You know, the Lord asked. You know, because certainly he's a great nation. I've chosen him. I've singled him out. You know, clearly God God doesn't just I forget us, and he's candid. I like how he told Sarah. No, I heard you laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard you laugh. Don't you can't hide that from me. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Adam and Eve when they, or when God mm-hmm. said, where are you guys? Yeah, where are you? Where are you? Yeah, same thing with um, his uh, Cain. He's like, no, no, Cain, Abel's blood speaks to me. I, I know what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Through the ground. Um, so then Abraham, yeah. Abraham, so why do you think Abraham is fighting for Sodom yeah. anymore? Like yeah, he knows, like he knows the 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 hell that's coming out of the earth there, right? He knows the sin. He knows the wickedness. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. It's kind of like, this is like the Vegas or, you know, something like that. This is the, you know, this is the um, Amsterdam, or so to speak, you know, so to speak. Why do you think he's fighting for the, the, the life of uh, these people? I don't know. I think it's, it's the heart that God gave him. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's the heart that God gave him. I mean, he's yeah. I think the lot, you know, lots there. I think he knows that. I think he knows lots there. I also think that God that God is teaching us about interceding and praying for other people. You know, I think that's an important f- function of Christians' lives. You know, praying for other people, praying in place of other people. You know, like in someone's situation, just you know, praying to the Lord for them that they that they were that they were their eyes would be open and yeah. that they would be healed and that they would you know God would show them mm-hmm. and send the right people in their life. You know. Well, I also think it's interesting to note in verse twenty, 
So the Lord told Abraham, I have heard a great outcry from Sodom and Gomorrah, mm-hmm. but their sin is so flight, um, because their sin is so flagrant, flagrant. I'm going down to see if their actions are wicked as I have heard. Uh, if not, I want to know. Uh, well, first of all, he knows because he knows all. Uh, but, you know, I think God likes having conversations with humans. You know, the the people that he created, you know, um, he, you know, yeah. like last night, you know, Moses, he told Moses to raise his hand and then bring it down for the uh, the parting of the sea to crash on the Egyptians. Right. You know, he doesn't, God doesn't need Moses to raise his hand and then lower it. But we've talked a lot that God likes human interaction and getting his message across and doing things uh, in a very human-like way, which I love that. Yeah. It's very relatable. And God is not saying here, I'm going to go down and wipe them out. He's just saying, I want to know. There's a lot of sin. But then right away, correct me if I'm wrong here, Brian, but right away, uh, Abraham is, is saying, no, 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 spare them. You know, if there are righteous people mixed in with the wicked, don't don't wipe out the whole place. And God's kind of going back and forth with Abraham on here, but I don't see anywhere in ink that God said he was going to wipe him out in the first place. It's almost like Abraham's just assuming. Well, he, well, he knows if God hears an outcry because of sin, he hears the sin. Mm-hmm. He's... It, so that's what I'm saying. You know, Abraham knows about Sodom and Gomorrah and that the judgment of God's probably going to come down on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's like, he's scared for these people, for one. But he knows, you know, judgment's coming, baby. Judgment's coming. Oh, I like your chat board. You said display it. Display that yeah. power. Yeah, and you got to remember, the Lord does things for us to read now. Mm-hmm. You know, because as the Lord is having these conversations and displaying these works and his power and his love and his grace. And, um, you know, he's writing the Bible at the same time. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but you know what I mean? He's, yeah, it's for us to have in our hands. It's such a a blessing of this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to put this in the Bible and for all, for all people to have. He knows. You he know. knows how, how. Yeah, he knows. He knows that we're going to be having this study mm-hmm. right now, all the way back when this was happening. Yeah, so, he literally does. Yeah. Yeah, he he knew right then we're going to bring up Abraham, Abraham, and say, "You, how did you know, Abraham, that that God, you know, that God was going to, the Lord was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah when you never said it, unless he said it during their meeting." Now remember, they sat down and ate. Mm. Right, so they they talked about a lot of stuff. We only know about this Sodom and Gomorrah part, right? And so, you know, as soon as they ate food, he talked about you know where you're going to have a baby, you know. And they, I'm sure he, he mentioned, I'm going to go, I'm going to go look at Sodom and Gomorrah because of their great sin. I've heard them sinning. I'm going to go see if this is true or not. And then that's when Abraham stops him. I mean, he's looking every morning. That's the alarm for the stock market. Oh, <laughs> morning bells. Got it. Look, every morning, look what he said. He goes, 
And this is a bold, and this is, a, I think this is an example for us. Like, we, I'm not saying you should be rude to the Lord, but he, he's our friend. He's our God. He, right, he's our Lord, but he's also our friend. Look what he did. Um, Abraham approached the Lord and said, or he approached him, and right away, will you sweep away the righteous and the wicked? Suppose you find, so let's talk in his tone. Suppose you find 50 righteous people living in the city. Will you sweep it away for, and, and not spare it for their sake? Surely you wouldn't do such a thing, destroying the righteous and the wicked. Why would you be treating the righteous and the wicked exactly the same? Surely you wouldn't do that. Should, you, should not the judge of the earth do what is right? <laughs> in verse 25, the Lord's like, okay, okay, okay. You know, so I think he had this rapport with God face to face. Now, now, you, now the fa he's not the father here. This is Jesus, right? This is the, this is the angel of the Lord, which is 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 Jesus on the earth, right? Okay, yeah. Right? This is the father. It's different. Let me ask you a question. Is this is this is Jesus right here? But never mind. Let's move on. It's a, it's a dumb question. No, it's not there. They're never dumb. Well, I was going to say this. I'll just say it. If if I'm a Jewish man reading this right now, uh -huh. and I don't believe in Jesus, then who are these angels? Sure. Yeah. So there's there's several names of God, right? As we so they would say this, is, this. They would just this is God. Yeah. This is this is Yahweh or Yahweh or, or this this is a. a the Lord, you know, the Lord right here, the big L O R Y, mm -hmm. right? This mm -hmm. is uh, the Lord God, which would be uh, Yahweh. So, not Elo, you know, Elohim is another name for God. Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, the, there's several more that describe his characteristics. But so, isn't it the same? So we say, okay, it's God, but it's God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, so we, yeah, we, see, this is, his name here is Adonai, right? The okay. Lord. And that's what we call, G, that's what we call Jesus, right? He is Adonai. Yes. But it's, we, you know, we, it's, we have generically say God. That's so generic. Mm. But he has a name. Yahweh. Right? Jehovah. Yahweh. Jehovah. Well, Elohim. Right. Adonai. Right? The, the Holy so, Spirit, you know. In the King James Bible, why does it say God? Well, because the way it was translated, we had we the King James English Bible was actually translated from the the, the German, right? Mm -hmm. The German, and that was translated from the Greek and Hebrew. So they the German and put in place that generic got. I see. Right, so in the God. Dead Sea Scrolls, yeah, that were found. They're different. It's different. It's Yahweh. It's Jehovah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and it's and then um, and like the New American Standard, that is another version, mm -hmm. right? It also said, you know, it it uh, sometimes it it changes it to Lord or to Adonai. You know, it just depends. But if you know, if you you have to, if you can look up the you can look up the Greek and the Hebrew. Like if you get a concordance, or you can find a um, even online, 
you can find a uh, there are there are um, like re, you know study tools that show you the Hebrew, Hebrew and Greek letter or the Greek words, the numbers. You can look it up, and right here, instead of saying Lord, it would refer back to the Hebrew word Adonai, hmm. right? So that's one way you, you study that way. That's one way to study. Same thing with um, some of the other uh, passages where it says Jehovah, right? Yod Hey Vav Hey. Is that's kind of what the Jews would say? They never would say Jehovah because hmm. that's the name of God. Hmm. So yeah, you just have it's you have to know or look it up. If your Bible has references in it, it might even say that. Hmm. So nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Let's do it. All right. Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed. That evening, two angels came to the entrance of the city of Sodom. Lot was sitting there. Wow, he's at the entrance. And when he saw them, he stood up to meet them. Then he welcomed them and bowed his face to the ground. Wow, he knew too. He knew too. My lords. Yeah, my lords. He said, come to my home to wash your feet. Be my guest for the night. You may then get up early in the morning and be on your way again. Oh, no, they replied. We'll just spend the night out here in the city square. But Lot insisted. So at last they came home with him. Lot prepared a feast for them, complete with fresh bread, made without yeast, and they ate it. But before they retired for the night, all the men of Sodom, young and old, came from all over the city and surrounded the house. They shouted a lot. Where are the men who came to spend the night with you? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them. Wild. So lots, yeah. Wild, wild man. Wild. That is insane. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's crazy when sin just takes over, you know, and it just spreads like a wildfire. The demons are at work, you know. The are. darkness is at work right here. That's sure all that is. is, man. That's just evil versus, evil versus good. Exactly. Evil versus good. Just put it into the 2021 perspective. So Lot stepped outside to talk to them, shutting the, the door behind them. Please, my brothers. Now Lot's outside of his house, right? The angels are inside. Mm-hmm. Please, my brothers. He begged. Don't, don't do such a wicked thing. Look, I have two virgin daughters. Let me bring them out to you. And you can do with them as you wish. But please leave these men alone, for they are my guests and under my protection. Man, stand back, they shouted. <laughs> this fellow came to, to town as an outsider, and now he's acting like our judge. We'll treat you far worse than those other men. And they lunged toward Lot to break down the door. But the two angels reached out pulled Lot into the house and bolted the door. Then they blinded all the men, young and old, who were at the door of the house. So they gave up trying to get inside. Meanwhile, the angels questioned Lot, Do you have any other relatives here in the city? They asked. Get them out of this place. Your son-in-laws, your sons, daughters, or anyone else. For we are about to destroy the city completely. Mm -hmm. The outcry against this place is so great that it has reached the Lord, and he has sent us to destroy it. Just like the flood. Yeah. What a blessing. Exactly. exactly. You can look at the flood and say, oh, why would God do that? That's a blessing. It's an amazing thing that he did that for us, getting, a, getting rid of the evil seed. And same thing here. I don't mean to interrupt, but 
God is so Absolutely. good that he's telling Lot to gather his bloodline and his family to get them out first because mm-hmm. he cares, he loves, and he wants to continue. He has the covenant with the bloodline of Lot and Abraham. Sorry, I just I just love that. I mean, there's oh, yeah. people look at this the wrong way. It's you got to read, you got to read the ink here. Absolutely, man. You make a great point. Oftentimes, people look at the judgment of God like it's some kind yeah. of horrible thing, and of course, it's not great for the situation. But it's saving the future, right? It's what a good saving thing, man. The, yeah, that's God is it's, good, it's, man. This is this, James. this is like the best news ever, man. God is so good. Yeah, get, exactly. get rid of this evil seed for us humanity to this day and continue on the bloodline the covenant of lot and his family and the, the lord is getting his family out before he destroys it i mean it's not like the lord just says boom you know this place is destroyed sorry lot you're in the wrong place at the wrong time <laughs> you know like that's reckless see that's reckless yeah. that's why i don't like that's that song reckless. right that's an example yeah. of See, that the person that wrote that song could read this and be like, "Ha, oh, this is just this is reckless love." No, it's not. This is controlled, planned. God is in control of everything. I'm going to completely destroy this place, but I'm going to plan a perfect escape for the people that I want to leave. So sorry, yeah. I don't mean to rant. Absolutely, God is not reckless. He is he is calculating and adventurous and and you know, he he thinks forward and and he's brilliant. Frankly, mm-hmm. I know. I know exactly what you feel and think about that song because I know the same. I feel the same way. I've always thought that, even when I'm playing it on stage for, to the Lord. Yeah. Anywho, so um, continue. No, hey, you're getting us going. I like it. Uh, I think we're on twelve, fourteen here. Fourteen. So a lot rushed out. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let me let me go back. Twelve. Meanwhile, the angels question Lot. Yeah. Do you have any relatives? No, 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 14. So Lot rushed out to tell his daughter, fiancés, quick, get out of the city. Notice that. I never noticed that, John. Wow, all these years, Lot rushed out to tell his daughter's fiancés. So they were they were to be married. Quick, get out whoa, of the whoa, city. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean by that? Okay, lot of daughters, sorry, fiancés. They were lesbians. Daughters, fiancés. The husbands. They were going to be get married. Oh, right? fiancés. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know why lesbians popped in my mind. Yeah, I don't either. That's strange. Um, nope. No biggie. So, <laughs> so Lot rushed out to tell his daughters, fiancés. Yeah. So he, he and so quick, get out of the city. The Lord. We'll talk about this in a minute. But the Lord is about to destroy it. But the young man thought he was joking. At dawn the next morning, the angels became insistent. Hurry, they said to Lot. Take your wife and your daughters. Who are the here? Get out right now, or you will be swept away in the destruction. When Lot still hesitated, the angels seized his hand and the hands of his wife and the two daughters, and he rushed them to safety outside the city, for the Lord was merciful. When they were safely out of the city, one of the angels ordered, run for your lives and do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains and you will, or you will be swept away. Oh no, my lord, Lot begged. You have been so gracious to me and saved my life and you have shown such great kindness. But I cannot go to the mountains. Disaster would catch up to me there and I would soon die. See, there's a small village nearby. Please let me go there instead. 
Don't you see how small it is? Then my life will be saved. All right, the angel said, I will grant your request. I will not destroy the little village. Wow. But hurry, escape to it, for I can do nothing until you arrive there. This explains why that village was known as Zor, which means little place. Lot reached the village just as the sun was rising over the horizon. Then the Lord rained down fire and burning sulfur from the sky on Sodom and Gomorrah. He utterly destroyed them, along with the other cities and villages of the plain, wiping out all the people and every bit of vegetation. But Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind, and she turned into a pillar of salt. Abraham got up early that morning and hurried out to the place where he had stood in the Lord's presence. He looked across the plain towards Sodom and Gomorrah and watched as columns of smoke rose from the cities like smoke from a furnace. But God had listened to Abraham's request and kept Lot safe, removing him from the disaster that engulfed the cities on the plain. Mm. You want me to read this part? Give you a little break? If you want, it's, it's, go for it. Well, you got a long chapter, so I wanted to... No, I'm, I'm, I can keep going. No, okay, keep going. Go. So Lot and his daughters. So afterward, Lot left Zorah, the little city, right? Because he was afraid of the people there, and he went to live in a cave in the mountains with his two daughters. One day, the older daughter said to her sister, there are no men left anywhere in this entire area. So we can't get married. Like everyone else, our father will soon be too old to have children. Come, let's get him drunk with wine, and then we will have sex with him. That way, we'll preserve our family line through our father. Mm -hmm. So that night, they got him drunk with wine, and the older daughter went in and had intercourse with her father. He was unaware of her lying down and getting up again. The next morning, the older daughter said to her younger, I had sex with our father last night. Let's get him drunk again tonight. And you go in and have sex with him. That way, we'll preserve our family line through our father. So that night, they got him drunk with wine again. The younger daughter went in and had intercourse with him. As before, he was unaware of her lying down or getting up again. As a result, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their own father. When the older daughter gave birth to a son, he named him Moab. Because the ancestors of the nation now known as the Moabites... When the younger daughter gave birth to a to son, she named him Ben-Ami. He became the ancestors of the nation, also known as the Ammonites. Now known as the Ammonites. Yes, you mean now known as the Ammonites. Boom. Nice job, Brian. That was a big chapter. Yeah. It's a long, long story. A lot, a lot to digest here. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Man. Yeah, a lot. But hey, it's a uh, you know God 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 is merciful. He's always merciful. Mm-hmm. It, look, he even knew what was going to happen. He saved. Notice that he said that he regranted Abraham's request mm. to save. So this so there clearly there was a lot of conversation going on in that meeting between Abraham and the three the three angels of the Lord, and that we don't know about. Right? Who knows what they talked about exactly? He just requested that he save the city yeah, yeah. because of 10 people. Yeah, you know, and I want to make it very clear, Lot's wife turning into salt by looking back when God said not to. 
um, you could look at that and say, you know, man, that's, that's sad. Gosh, you know, that's, that's not good. Well, let me tell you something right now. Uh, Lot's wife, well, after she turned into salt, she has eternal life in heaven. So I think she's okay. I think she's okay. See, like we have to remind ourselves of that. Yeah. You know, oh, golly gee, Lot's wife is no longer here. Yeah, she's by the hand of God in heaven for eternal life. I believe that. You know, so what are we so sad about? Like, God took her, you know, and made, uh, displayed a lesson for us uh, to show us as we read. God is good. Uh God is good. She has eternal life in heaven. Um, yeah, what a absolutely. celebration that is. You could, you could look at that and be like, oh man, that's sad. Or maybe even a little harsh. Okay. I don't look at it that way at all. She's up with God right now as we speak. And, uh, what a blessing that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, I mean, that's fact. You I mean, can't argue with like that. She, it's not like she didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, she rushed out with him. The she saw the, the event where the angels yeah. almost got raped by the men of the city. Yeah, I mean, she was there. Yeah. So, and he warned them plenty of times: "Don't do this. I'm going to destroy this place. If you look back, you're going to get sucked up in the destruction." Yeah. And she did. And she did. And then God said, so, "All right, come up, come up here with me. You're yeah. going to be in my Bible. You're in my Word." And she, she, you know, see, and we talked about this last <laughs> night, but I, forever. Or she's, or she's in, she's in, she's not in heaven. She's in paradise, right? Jesus right. looked, I had actually a long conversation with Jess about this too last night after we got off and Jesus looked at, uh, the people uh, next to him on the cross and said, I'll see you in paradise mm-hmm. right? because the Jewish people go to paradise first. And then once the rapture happens in the revelation, then pink, of course, heaven. Yeah. So, but I think that paradise is gone now. But with that, that's we can get into that talk another day. Okay. Uh, you know, because oh. he. Yeah, with your discussion but, with Ben, I can see where. Okay. But either way, it's yeah. You know, she went straight to paradise, right? right. Abraham's bosom, right? You know, and then um, and then but yeah, you know, you can you imagine him looking at her, saying, "I told you." Yeah. What happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, but so I love it crazy. though because is 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 we are dust and and. It just shows that we're not, I love that example or that display that God does with Lot's wife because we are, this is just a shell of us. You know, we're mere salt. Yeah. You know, like it's our spirits, which would matter, not our outer looks and things like that. You know, that's, that's what I take away from that. Well, you know, it's like God, you know, he's a three part B. He's three persons, father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he made us like him. You know, you're spirit, you have a soul, and you're a body. Mm-hmm. So you just live in this flesh. It's kind of like when you wear, you take it, when you take your clothes off, your clothes can't stand on their own, right? Neither can your flesh. Mm-hmm. So you're in your flesh, and you look like your flesh. Right. You know, there's many, many. I was going to bring this up last night about this, but, you know, when people go to heaven now or not, there have been many, many, many testimonies of people dying and having this really big experience. Or, you know, and I know yours was different. 
um, than that. But other also when where the Lord just pulls people in heaven and, and needs to talk to them. And there's been a lot of uh, situations where that happens, right? It's all over the internet. It's, there's there's wonderful men and women of God that I follow and know of who talked about those mm-hmm. situations where God has done that. Yeah. And he still does that today. Why hasn't he done that to me or, or, or somebody else? I don't know. doesn't matter. But but my point is that you're, you are you. You just have a flesh body on this earth. Like you can't go around being a spirit on the earth. The earth is physical. Mm. You know? That's why, we, that's we, why we, Jesus came. He was a man. Yeah. He came as a man. Mm-hmm. Of course he was God. But the Bible says that he laid down his godly his godly power right and he took on man and he operated in this abrahamic covenant that we just read about mm. he operated go. in all the blessings go yeah go yeah. brian i'm so, about to start so slamming you, my coffee cup right now look and so we can too that's the great thing can Wait, i just say we, this okay go ahead go ahead no nah, no go say it you say your no i was gonna jump to something else since we only have about 12 minutes here um mm-hmm. let's jump so I like to talk about the salt because it was something that God did directly and what a blessing that is and that she's up in paradise um, or now you say heaven, but that'll be a later discussion. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, but going back to not, not what God did directly, uh, what Lot did as a human being flesh, just being so human, have my daughters. What? Lot, what are you doing? What do you mean to have my daughters? Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's just such a human thing to do, like in the moment, like you know. But then again, it's I can't judge. Now, of course, I can judge to a certain extent because I would never do that. But then, when you just when you, the Bible is full of just humans doing human things. It, it is mind boggling. It is mind boggling. Well, and that, but think about that wasn't God. That wasn't God. No. <laughs> that wasn't God. Like people, you know, no, this is no, this is not an example that, of you to give your kids up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why you have to read the Bible. Yeah. And everybody well, listening you know, right now agree. It, that's why we're doing this because you can get some dude out there talking about how God told lot to give his daughters up and all this kind of stuff. It's like, no, that's false teaching. Read. Inc. Exactly. Right. Well, that's how it gets twisted. Exactly. How right, it gets twisted. Right. What's crazy to me is, but look, but, uh, but so no, no man, sinner or not, hates God or not, no man in his right mind would ever give up his two virgin daughters. They're, obviously, they were young, right? Mm-hmm. They were about to, they have fiancés. They're about to, to, they were in the teens, I'm sure. This is, you know, this is where they marry people off at 13, 14, 15 years old, 16 years old, right? So these are precious girls to him. But he must have he must have seen these three people these two angels. They were somebody. For him to automatically just give up, right? They were something. They were they were not just ordinary men. That's just that's one of the things to me that shows how these angels these two these two people from heaven that God sent. Lot knew right away. He bowed down to them. He realized who they were. And he was willing to sacrifice his only two children for these men. Mm-hmm. Not only, of course, that's stupid to do that, right? God would never ask you to sacrifice your kids like that um, in this situation ever. But Lot decided to. So not only was he acting stupidly, as uh, Sean Connery says in Red, The Hunt for Red October, stupidly, mm-hmm. he says, 
he says, uh, he says, yeah, take the girls. Don't touch the men. So these men were special, man. Everybody knew. Yeah. Crazy. And then those angels, what they do? Blinded the dudes. They were like, nope, I'm blinding Pink. you. Pink. Now you can't see. Now you can't yeah, see. So- and, and guess what? Now you're not going to be pretty soon when I just rain down yeah. fireballs on you. God is oh, good. God is good, yeah. man. I mean, come on, man. What a blessing. What a blessing. Get rid of the the good blood. Yeah, get rid of that. Get rid of the bad blood, man. Because those you know, those people were, you know, you could even say people. I don't even know if they were people. You could say they were, uh, they were, they had demons in them. I'm sure. You know, they were dark, man. Yeah. De- demons exist. The devil is real. The devil That's is right. real and demons exist, you know, and... You know, I understand some people like to bounce around from that and not talk about it, but you know, hell is talked about more than heaven in the Bible, and uh, it's a real thing. Even the devil believes in God, so yeah, you yep. know, it's Man. like that's just God working right there. Absolutely, and we we can't we can't go on without saying how crazy Lot's daughters oh, are. I love it. I love it, baby. I want to just start chugging coffee right now. I love it, man. God is good. Let me tell you something. I'll just keep saying God is good because it's just you could be in some tough chapters in Genesis and, and more that we're going to come up to. And I don't know why people like to to, to avoid some of these, you know, um, but this is just nothing but the glory of God. And you could sit here and say, well, geez, John, what are you talking about? Like. They're having sex with their dad. Yeah, to keep the bloodline going. Salute to these daughters, man. These these daughters are champions, man. Like, I don't care what you say. Uh, understand the situation. Understand the time. Understand what they're doing. Their mindset of keeping the bloodline going. You know, um, there was never, never an ink here. They got off or they were happy about it or... They were high fiving and felt good, and like it wasn't a sexual thing. It wasn't about it wasn't about pleasure at all. There was no talk. God did not write this chapter, and there was no like they had pleasure in it, and it wasn't a sick thing. This is two daughters saying, "Hey, we got to do we got to do this. We got to do this, man." They didn't want to do that. Come on. They didn't want to do that, but they did it for the bloodline. And I, I just, I think it's amazing. That's all I got to say. I don't know what yeah. your opinion is. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And, uh, man, you imagine Lot. I mean, Lot must have been hurting. He was uh, pretty drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, but God works at all times. And so if you're sitting here saying, Okay, I've been drunk before and really, but like, I would, like, how does, how does, man. Yeah, we don't know the situation. We don't, we, we don't know there. and we weren't there and you just, you have to trust the ink and it just happened that way, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely, uh, um, you know, you don't hear a lot about the Moabites after this and, um, and the Ammonites, but yeah, they, uh, well, they thought they, they kept were, things going. They thought the the two daughters, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, thought that they were the last people on earth, right? Or no, the, the, their family line. Yeah, they thought they were the, that there was no more men around. Yeah, right. Okay. Because they were they were already you know who knows how long this had been. It could have been could have been years after yeah. after this situation. So you have to and just so, put it in context, Brian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like people that read this, you it's probably been years. 
There's no more men around. They're about to die. I mean, they're they're doing this to keep the bloodline going. And uh yeah. See, they even said they said our father will be too old to have children. Come, let's help them out. Let's get him drunk and and, and that way we preserve our family. So it, you know it, isn't it, 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 I mean was it good or bad? I don't know exactly. But well, it's great. It's great because look at Adam and Eve. How can you judge these daughters when Adam and Eve did the same thing? Also, I know it's a little different. I, I, I know that's a little bit of a stretch. But part two, you got to remember too, at this point, incest doesn't exist. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Bible doesn't say that incest is bad yet. I think it's coming up soon. But mm-hmm. it's not like... One of the daughters said this, and then the other daughter's like, hey, hey, uh, no, that's bad. You have to put yourself in this time, in this mindset. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, Sarah actually was a cousin of Abraham. They're all you related. Yeah, they're yeah, all related. Of, yeah. So, yeah, it's different. It's a little bit different time. Right. It's a little bit different time. You can't compare yeah. it to now. At zero. Now, obviously, right. don't sit here thinking that I support that now, of course. Like, don't get that twisted. You know, obviously now, no. But right, yeah. This totally different time. time period, this situation, yes. Yep. And that happened. What? What? A, what a family. Yeah. What a situation. You know, these are. If anything, these are for survivors. They're survivors. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for their life. You know. And you, it's hard to blame, and that's a great point, John. It's hard to blame people when they are surviving for their life. You know, they could have, you know, and eventually they would have never had had husbands. They we got old enough where people wouldn't want to marry them, right? Mm-hmm. This is a different time, remember? People looked at women and marriage and, and husbands and, and families differently than we do now. Mm-hmm. So these are survivors. You can't judge Everybody, by every, you know, you got you got to study it out and hear the Lord for yourself. It's hard to judge people. Like what this. an amazing chapter! <laughs> really, I mean, nineteen is. might be one of my favorites. It's wild, isn't it? Man, yeah. a lot of things go on. A lot goes on here. A lot of things go you on. Know. But you know, yeah, clearly a lot was. You know, he he stayed at the door. He was the keeper of the city. Like he was part of the. Uh, the watchman, you know, watchman on the wall. Anyway, it's interesting. And then, and then just, just the whole situation. Yeah, and then you go back to 18 that I read. It's just the Lord working, like both chapters, constantly, all chapters. Like Sarah yeah. about to be pregnant next year and the Lord working and, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord walking in the desert. or It's it's on the ground, flesh to flesh. Um, yeah, exactly. Or I shouldn't say flesh to flesh, but, you know, as as a as, you know, it's very, it's very well, well face to face, right? It's, it's not the father, right? yeah, right. But it's, it's face to face. Um, but just working, man, constantly working. You know, yeah, exactly. Constantly trying to to get his his plan executed. Like remember, he came in, he he came over here to protect the word. Mm-hmm. He came over here to protect the lot, the, the plan. And remember, that's what this whole thing is about: protect. Mm. The plan of God, because we, I need, remember he said in Genesis 3, your seed may may hurt him, but hit, but my seed, Jesus, 
will bruise the enemy's head forever. So mm-hmm. essentially that's what it says. So, you know, it's, it's getting that seed on the earth and getting that righteous sacrifice for all mankind. That's the whole goal. That's the whole goal. That's, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's the crazy. It. You got to, rem- and you have to remind yourself that. Remember that as you read mm-hmm. God's word. Yeah, right. Of course, they were Jew- the, the Israel is special. God chose them for this idea. He yeah. chose them for this whole plan. He knew what kind of people they would do it. But it's for one reason, yeah. and that reason only: Jesus Christ. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. That's why we read. That's why. God, that's why He saved Lot. That's why He He talked yeah. to Abraham. And all of that. So, glory to God. And once again, John, it's all for our mercy. Mm-hmm. It's to save you and me. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk. About, you know, we talked about how God shows His mercy on Pharaoh by not destroying all of Egypt. Of course, you know He plagued him, and He shows His mercy here by by sending the, the the flood, and He shows His mercy by destroying Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, and saving Lot. And it all boils down to his great mercy to save you and me and our right, kids even today, and the kids yeah. after that. Man, the, that's the bloodline of, you know, yeah. God. God. The bloodline of God. Save his family. Right. Right. I love that. Amen. Yeah, I love that. I love that lot. The, the, the whole prodigal son concept and the, and the one sheep. To, he leaves the 99 to go save that one person. Mm. And that's you, man. He saved me same way. Thank God for that. You know, he could save you. If you're listening and you don't know you, he could save you. You just got to call out to him. God, save me. Show me what, what I'm doing wrong. Say it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. Yeah. The Lord died for my, uh, for my sins. Jesus died for my sins and uh, rose and rose. Yeah. I, you know, I believe if you, you and know, repent, if you never repent of your sin, yeah, you just, you just say, you know, God in heaven, I believe that you sent Jesus for me as Lord. And I believe, thank you for bringing me into your family. I mean, that's as simple as it is. Start believing, start getting your Bible. You yeah. go to, go to a, get around other people who believe in Jesus, go to a church. If you, if you can get to one. Yeah. That's it, man. That's that's where life starts. Mm-hmm. Well, there it is, huh? Yep, there it is. So we had uh, we got to eighteen and nineteen. Now we're on twenty. Abraham deceives Ab- Abimelech. Abimelech. Uh, so, Lord, give yeah. us strength today. We uh, appreciate everything that you do and bringing us together, and uh, we love you dearly and. Um, Thank you so much for just displaying your grace uh, to Lot and his family. And thank you for just, man, just all of these stories and these you're displaying in, in, in the Bible here and the word that you've given us today and, you know, conquering evil and continuing on with your bloodline. And we, uh, we're so grateful, my gosh. And, uh, it's, it's, we're just grateful for all, for all. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I got to run a all little right. late here, but uh, we'll see you guys back tomorrow morning, Saturday, 6 a.m. We're going to continue, continue rolling. We'll get to 20, 2021. Yes. Yes. All right. Till tomorrow. All right. Cheers.
See you. Salute.